I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. 36 migrants from the southern border have arrived in Sacramento in the last week. They landed in the state's capital on private chartered flights. 16 of them arrived on Friday. New tonight, Governor Gavin Newsom's office and the California Department of Justice are investigating after migrants from Texas were left in front of a Sacramento church with no warning. The church staff where the migrants were left say many of the people came with nothing but a backpack and the clothes on their backs. And then on Monday, 20 more. Sacramento County says just like the first flight, they did not know the migrants were arriving. But it's offering both groups assistance as the California Department of Justice investigates. The migrants came from Central and South American countries to seek asylum. California officials say they were approached outside a migrant shelter in El Paso and promised jobs and aid if they traveled to California. Instead, They were abandoned after landing in Sacramento. California Attorney General Rob Bonta blamed Florida, saying it used a private vendor to relocate the migrants. We also learned that Virtual Systems did not lift a finger to help them find any jobs, but instead dumped them and deserted them in Sacramento. Literally told them uh, after dropping them off at the church steps, we'll be right back, having no intention to come back and not coming back. They left them there, left them behind. On Tuesday, the administration of Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis confirmed that it was responsible for flying the migrants to Sacramento. Governor Gavin Newsom's administration has called the move exploitative propaganda. Today on Fifth Emission, Chronicle Politics reporter Sophia Bolag joins me to talk about what might be motivating DeSantis to relocate the asylum seekers to California. She'll also share how the city of Sacramento is responding and whether these maneuvers may result in any criminal charges as California leaders have suggested. Sophia Bolag, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Sophia, on Tuesday, the office of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis confirmed their involvement in the two migrant flights that have landed in Sacramento recently, What did they say? So on Tuesday afternoon, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis did confirm what California officials had been saying for several days, which is that his administration was indeed responsible for flying these two groups of migrants from El Paso, Texas to Sacramento. It's not clear why his administration waited several days to confirm this information, The Chronicle and other news outlets had been asking repeatedly over the weekend and on Monday whether this was true. We did have some indication that it it likely was because last month, Florida lawmakers and DeSantis approved through their state budget some funding for migrant relocation like this. So it wasn't necessarily a, a surprise, this confirmation, but it's still not clear why it took several days. So we know that the migrants came from El Paso, but what else do we know about the journey that they've taken to get to Sacramento? The religious leaders and volunteers with local churches who have been working with these migrants say that they are from several Central and South American countries, Colombia, Venezuela, and Guatemala, and that they walked for months to get from their home countries to the United States. One of the volunteers said one of the men described a very harrowing journey 
over seven months through jungles and deserts that he was initially traveling with two other companions who were killed at some point on the journey. We don't have a ton of detail about exactly who the migrants are sort of beyond that, but the volunteers who have spoken with them say that they describe really, really harrowing journeys to get to the United States. And under what conditions were they leaving? What were they trying to escape from? The information we do have, the the anecdotal stories we've heard about some of the migrants suggests that they were fleeing bad economic conditions, potentially other issues back in their home countries. When I spoke with the attorney general over the weekend, he said one story that really stuck with him after he met with the migrants is one man had left his family behind in Colombia, and he had a recording of his nine-year-old daughter who was essentially asking him for help, saying that they didn't have enough to eat, that her mom was sick. And so what we do know about these migrants is that they apparently are all looking for work. They want to be able to earn money to send back to their families in their home countries. And do we know what the migrants were being told before they boarded these flights from El Paso? So the attorney general's office is investigating that. But what we know at this point is that they were apparently told that they would be taken to a place that would provide them with jobs and resources and that when they were brought to Sacramento, they were essentially abandoned by the people who brought them here on the doorstep of a local religious organization. And so those promises of help and aid really were not true. Although now that they're in Sacramento, the religious organizations that are working with them say they're providing them with food, shelter, clothing, legal aid, and whatever they need. They are all in the country legally. They are going through the legal process of claiming asylum, and they have court dates apparently throughout the country. According to the organizations that are working with them, they are providing them with assistance now. And to be clear, these religious organizations, the city of Sacramento, no one was prepared for the arrival of these flights, right? Right. There was no advance warning. While city officials and local religious organizations say they are able to provide these people with the things that they need. They didn't have advance warning to, you know, prepare for their arrival. Now, Sophia, you mentioned that these are asylum seekers and they have court cases throughout the country. How does being transported to California affect those cases? So the attorney general says that it's a big problem. The migrants apparently traveled to the United States separately So they arrived at different times in the country, and they have court dates in various cities across the country. Some of them are as far as New York or Denver. And Attorney General Bonta said that bringing the migrants from Texas to Sacramento has taken them further from those cities where they need to show up in person to make their case for asylum. The migrants are apparently working with legal counsel now. State and local officials say that they're working on it and they're, they're trying to help these people get the resources they need to, to appear in court. 
This isn't the first time that conservative governors have transported migrants to blue states. Sophia Bolag shares other recent similar events and whether California may be able to bring civil and criminal action against Florida. That's after a quick break. You're listening to Fifth and Mission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Now, Sophia, these back-to-back flights have gotten a lot of attention, but this isn't anything new. These kinds of maneuvers have been done before. They've been called political stunts. Remind us of other recent events. Yeah. So last year, there was lots of headlines about groups of migrants that the governor of Texas bust to liberal Cities like Chicago, Washington, D.C., New York City. Texas and Arizona have been doing this for months. Texas alone busing over 8,000 migrants to D.C. since April and 2,500 to New York City since the beginning of August. New York's mayor saying the city's system is nearing its breaking point. And the reason that Texas Governor Greg Abbott did that was really to protest federal immigration policy He and other Republicans in Texas have argued that it's really a huge strain on their state and it, you know, has overwhelmed cities on the border. Governor Abbott says, quote, in addition to Washington, D.C., New York City is the ideal destination for these migrants who can receive the abundance of city services and housing that Mayor Eric Adams has boasted about within the sanctuary city. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has also previously flown migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. Our message to them is we are not a sanctuary state and it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pasture. You're right. This is not the first time we've seen something like this, but it's the first time that I think it's gotten attention in California from California officials where they're, you know, meeting with migrants who have been flown here specifically. Sophia, as we know, Ron DeSantis recently launched his presidential campaign. He's claimed responsibility for the migrant flights that landed in Sacramento. What's the message he's sending to voters? So we don't know exactly what DeSantis's thinking was behind this move, but certainly he recently launched his presidential campaign. He is fighting sort of an uphill battle, I would say, in that race because he's challenging former President Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. Donald Trump is still very popular in the Republican Party, particularly with sort of the the Republican primary voters that DeSantis really needs to win over if he wants to secure that nomination. This is part of a very sort of hardline stance that DeSantis has taken toward immigration policy. He's been very outspoken criticizing Democrats like President Joe Biden and Governor Gavin Newsom for their more liberal immigration policy. And that's something that is very popular with the Republican base voters that he is really trying to appeal to as he is embarking on this presidential campaign. California political leaders have said there's 
a cruelty to this kind of maneuver, using migrants as political pawns to send a political message. After the second plane of migrants arrived in Sacramento on Monday, state leaders escalated the allegations. Governor Gavin Newsom tweeted about kidnapping charges linking to a state code statute. How likely could charges be brought against DeSantis and other Florida officials? Yeah, I've talked with legal experts, experts in criminal law about this. And certainly if the attorney general or other officials in California were to bring kidnapping charges against any officials in Florida over any of this, that would be unprecedented. They would have to prove that the migrants were either physically forced to travel to Sacramento against their will or that they were coerced with false information or fraudulent information. And the attorney general's office says they're investigating the circumstances. But even though Gavin Newsom tweeted that link to that section of California's legal code about kidnapping, it's not clear or necessarily even likely that there will be kidnapping charges filed. His office, when I I reached out and other journalists have reached out for clarification there on like, what exactly does it mean? His office has has noted that, you know, he wouldn't actually be filing any charges as the governor. That's not his role. That tweet doesn't have the force of law or anything. California officials like Newsom and like Bonta have really taken a very strong stance against the sending of migrants here and have been very, very critical of DeSantis to the point where Newsom has called him pathetic. They've said it's it's extremely cruel. There's definitely a lot of political rhetoric, but I would say it's unclear at this point if there will actually be any criminal charges that are ever filed here. So you mentioned religious organizations are helping the migrants in Sacramento. Which organizations are they? And do we know how migrants are feeling right now? What are their immediate needs? So the organizations who are working with the migrants are affiliated with a group called PICO California. They're like a statewide umbrella organization for religious groups I went to a press conference on Tuesday morning with some of the faith leaders who have been working with the migrants, and they were from Catholic churches. There was a rabbi from a synagogue. The people who are working with the migrants say they needed food. In some cases, they needed haircuts. They hadn't had a haircut in in a really long time. The main thing that they are really hoping to do is to pursue their asylum claims. They have legal cases pending here in the U.S. They are trying to seek legal permission to stay here and to work. And ultimately, they really want to get jobs and be able to send money home to their families in their home countries. Sophia Bolag, thank you so much for your reporting. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sophia Bolag is a Sacramento politics reporter for The Chronicle. Find her reporting on the migrant flights online at sfchronicle.com and on The Chronicle app. Thanks to Gary Baca for editing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs>